Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. In today's broadcast, we are looking at the subject, It Is Well. It is said that other books were given for our information. The Bible was given for our transformation. I trust that as we look at it is well, God will change something in your heart, bring you hope instead of despair. But first, what does the word well mean? I like to look at it from the perspective of the same Bible, which is the basis of which we preach this word today. The Apostle John wrote in 3 John verse 2, Beloved, I wish above all that you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. That is the shalom, a total well-being. Now, let us read from 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 26. Run now. I pray thee to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered, It is well. From what we read from 3 John 2, wellness means our prosperity in all aspects of life, which the Hebrews call shalom. Having a total peace, peace of mind, peace of soul, peace of spirit, peace of body, that means one is in one piece. But this woman is not in one piece. This woman, the backdrop of her saying it is well, is that she has just lost the only son. Having married for many years, she was well to do. But one thing she could not have was a child. In the society in which she lived, it was a shameful thing to be married and not have a child. A dishonoring thing to not herself alone, but also to her husband, to her family name. But she has had to live with this shame and dishonor for many years, until a man of God passed by and raised her hope by speaking a word, a word which was irrevocable, that a year by now you have a child. This woman who we know only as Shunammite woman believed the word. And exactly a year she had a son. That son was dead one hot afternoon. But the woman put the son in her room and was going back to the source from where she had that child, the word of God. She was going back to the word. And Elisha, the man of God who brought the word, saw her from afar and said, Ask her, is everything well with your household? And the woman said, It is well. I don't know what your situation is right now. I don't know where you are seated. So sorrowful, so miserable, in so much pain. You are looking for tears and the tears will not come. You feel shameful and dishonored, despised and rejected, hard pressed on every side because there is no job, because there is no husband, because there is no wife, because there is no money and because you feel the whole world is crashing on you all hope is lost i don't know what your situation is 
Fill in the gap for me, please. Like this woman, you can say everything is dead around you. But my friend, we all go through challenging situations in life, just as this Shunammite woman was going. No one in life has everything together. Those you see around who look to you like they have everything together, they all have something dead in their rooms. But it depends on how we look at it. Something was dead in this woman's life. But how did she take the challenging situation? And how should you and I see our challenging situations? What should we do when challenging situations come? When life hands you lemons, you make lemonades out of it. The first thing we have to do when we are faced with challenges is as simple as get up. Let me repeat that, my friend. The first thing you do when you face such challenging, deadly, miserable, hopeless, dark, depressing situations is get up. I wrote in my book, Through the Maze of Life, on page 90 and 91, the lesson that I learned from the giraffe as God impressed it on my heart. The giraffe is said to be standing when she gives birth to her calf. The calf drops at birth, 10 feet to the ground, and falls on its back. Within seconds, it rolls to an upright position and views the world around it. But without the mother giraffe giving the baby giraffe a ghost of a chance to comprehend where it is or what it is about, she kicks the baby off its feet and there it goes tumbling downside up with legs flying in the air. If the baby giraffe takes too long getting up, she repeats the kick until it finds its feet right side down, standing up. Now, you think the mother will be pleased with the calf? No. Instead, she boots it off its feet again. And there it goes again, sprawling on the ground on its back. So I wondered, why a loving mother would do such a retrogressive and wicked heartbreaking thing? Then the lesson came home to me clearly. That though the giraffe is the tallest animal in the wild, against such predators as lions, hyenas, tigers, and name it, it will only survive if it learns how to bounce back quickly without wasting time when it is down. Now, so should we all be. When we go down, we must know how to get up quickly. You see, the only way up is when we are standing up. So when we go down, we must stand up to quickly enter into our destiny, like the Shunammite woman. I like something about Paul. Paul has gone through many challenges, and he talks about it in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Can you imagine what pedigree of suffering Paul had to go through? And he boasts of such suffering and pains. As he recounts, I have worked much harder, been imprisoned much more frequently than any of you, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. 
Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from gen Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. What a pedigree. Paul continued in the same book of Second Corinthians and said, We are hard pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Is the same Paul, who then, after sharing the so much suffering of his life, will say in the book of Philippians, chapter 3, and verse 13, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This day, the one thing I tell you, my friend, is get up. Get up and press on, for it is not over. You are not done. There is still hope for the future. So I say to you, my friend, Today is the shadow between your yesterday and tomorrow. That shadow is hope. There is hope today. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Do not say, I am done, I am finished, and there is no hope. Get up. There is hope for your future. Get up. Get up, my friend. Like Horatio Spafford, who wrote the famous song we all like to sing, It Is Well with my soul the man lost his four-year-old son then there was what came to pass as the great chicago fire in the 1870s as a successful lawyer business closed down on him because no one was hiring lawyers he sent his family ahead of him to europe where he hoped to start life afresh only for disaster to befall the family again and he received this famous telegram from his wife saved alone four of his daughters drowned with the ship on which they were traveling in the atlantic ocean but when he was on his way to go and be with his wife so they would mourn together their loss their toughest loss that was when he had the inspiration and penned down the song it is well with my soul it is well friend it is well things are not going well but count them as lemons and turn them into lemonade. Things are not going well. Build staircases to your pinnacle of success. Build staircases to your pinnacle of progress. Build pinnacles with your suffering to where you rise up and leave a legacy which will go beyond your generation, a legacy which will defy your situation, a legacy which will be a testimony. What a great legacy. A man who once lived, and when all things were wrong, was able to sing, it is well. A man, a woman, who once lived, and when faced with life, was able to write their book, it is well. Was able to write their poem, it is well. Was able to rise up and get up from the situation of desperation 
to inspiration and hope it is well thank you for listening to this broadcast in our next broadcast we will look at the next point which is wipe off i will not end without giving you an opportunity to enter into relationship with jesus christ right now stop and pray with me say lord jesus forgive me of my sin of unbelief forgive me of every sin i've sinned against you be my lord and my savior in jesus name amen god bless you for listening to this message make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week until next time remember jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows Thank you.